At 744, it's time to bring in my friend and the superintendent of Brigham Schools, and that is Ken Gagner. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. It's a pleasure to see your bright, shiny face. Got a little tan working, got the shorts on today. By the way, don't leave without me getting a picture. We said that last week, I and know. then I left without you taking last week, last month. Last month. month. <laughs> We're not going to forget today, because I got to get that picture. It's a summertime version of Ken, so we got to get that. And what I, the reason I do that, people might go, why don't you do that? So on Facebook, at our nice 95.5 page, if you will. It's nice to let people know, hey, I had this interview this morning. If you didn't get a chance to hear it, go to kbk.com and you can get all of our podcasts there. And so that's just a reminder for that. So I will get that done, can I promise? Yeah, all right. And it's, it's good. Thank you. Yes, my pleasure. Well, let's get right into it. Let's start with your board meeting. It was just last night. How did things go? It was. And uh, for the summer, so we are under construction at Bramary School. So we had our board meeting. Uh, so the board meetings for the summer are at 6.30 a.m. And oh, I had to wow. chuckle our okay. board chair. Um, uh, she said, you know, the first time everybody was pretty pumped because then you have another night. Right. right free. Right. Uh, but this time it was like, ah, oh, this is awful early. <laughs> everybody came in. They looked a little, uh, you know, Monday morning, 6.30. So right. everybody's there by 6.05. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we we, uh, we got our meeting uh, completed. It was, uh, again, fairly routine. Um, you know, when obviously in the middle of the summer, I know it, it's surprising how many people always uh when they talk to me, say, "Well, you you don't work in the summer," and I said, "Yeah, yeah, we yeah. we keep working. There's a lot, a lot to be done, but fairly routine meeting. Uh, you know, we're always looking at the budget. Uh, we've just started a brand new fiscal year now because schools operate on a July one uh, deadline. There's a lot of uh, you know, our legislature was very very busy this la- <laughs> this last spring." And so we're trying to kind of digest some of the changes uh, that are coming uh, regarding schools and and how the funding stream is going to look. You know, for the most part, it's uh, schools did did very well in that legislative session. But there are a lot of kind of new changes uh, that that are coming down the 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 pipe. you know, one parents uh, will notice right away. You know, this this year will be free meals for all. all yeah, that's kids. a that is a big deal. It, it, really it is. is free breakfast and free lunch. Uh, I will say to, to parents, keep in mind that most schools now have a uh, an optional line. You know, where you you get your meal, but then you can go get some extras, and those extras still have a fee uh, to them. So you know, if kids want an extra. Uh, well, there's just lots of products that kids can go off to the sure. side and, and get. It's so, so different than when you and I were kids. Yeah, we had one choice, right? You, you went you, through the line. <laughs> this is what you get. And the gal had the, the hairnet on yeah. and was kind of stern because, you know, kids will make you crazy after a certain amount of time working in the kitchen. Yes, it's a little different will. these days. Yes, a little more choices. Will. Right. Yeah, a lot a lot of choices. I've, I've went down there just like the salad bars alone is I like, mean, wow. Really? And yeah. it's great because they are healthy choices yeah. and all that. I yeah. just remember what little kid, pigs in a blanket day was my absolute right. favorite, right? Yeah. I'm hoping they still make pigs in a blanket for kids because yeah, they're that's, so fun. That's a good question. Anyway. The other <laughs> thing about school lunches, just for one more second, is there's uh, quite a few funds for local, uh, to buy locally. Okay. Uh, so... Um, you know, we've been using some of that. We've bought a lot of honey 
locally. We've bought, we've tried to find some beef producers, you know, where you buy local, and that was some of the federal dollars that were there. So that that That's a neat also thing. I think is a is a good thing that you can kind of do in a smaller school setting. So uh, anyway, looking at the changes that are coming up, we hired all, uh, quite a few coaches. Uh, you know, it it just. I, I hate to even bring it up, but we're starting really now to, to get the planning going for the fall. Um, I believe it's August 14th that fall sports will get will get rolling. So, yeah, that doesn't that's less than a month away, Ken. Yeah, I know. Wow, that's on the way up here. I was just kind of going through thinking about staffing, and right now we're we're pretty fortunate. We're fully staffed as far as the teachers go. Okay. Uh, we are still looking. Uh, I'll just put a little plug for hiring. We do need a full-time custodian, and we do need a full-time food service worker. So, and okay. we do need some paraprofessionals as well. Okay. So, if people were interested in finding out more about those openings, just go to the district website is best yep. option. Go to the website, or just or just give, give us a, a call. call. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Well, you kind of touched on that there's construction going on, and it's big construction, right? Parking lot, the whole nine yards this year, right? It is. If you're familiar at all with the building, you should really take a drive by. Uh, <laughs> it is, uh, right now, uh, they're fully going with the two parking lots. And we did a major redesign, and I know it, uh, it, it probably doesn't sound all that exciting, but for those of us who have been uh, at the buildings for a while. It, it really is. Um, we're doing some, you know, one of our buildings was built in the 60s. The other was built in the very early 70s. And you and I have had this conversation. But at that time, you know, busing was the way kids got to school. And now I know it's near, you know, it's at least 40%. Um, you know, during COVID, it was well over 50% of our kids' Uh, do not ride the bus. You know, parents are bringing them. And, and that's created some challenges because you got buses, you got kids getting off buses, you got cars constantly pulling up. Um, and now we're, we've redesigned both parking lots where it's going to be not perfect, but it's going to be a much safer situation. Um, so we're excited about that, and that is fully going on right now. And then on the inside of the buildings, um, what people won't, you know, won't be quite as visible, but uh, all new boilers uh, in both buildings that are much, uh, again, more high efficient. You know, you'd think of, you know, boilers that were, you know, installed in the 60s and the early 70s uh, compared, first of all, they're about, honestly, about a fourth of the size. It's just amazing. Uh, so they're going to be much more energy efficient. And then, um, uh, control systems will be much better. So that, and this all new pipes running through the ceiling. So we've got, it's just, it's, uh, I look and go, boy, I hope we get started on time. <laughs> I know it makes you a little but nervous, right? We had a lot of kids, you know, that were wearing coats. And we also had kids that basically were in t-shirts because depending on what room you were in, yeah. it was either you were hotter than heck or you were freezing cold. So hopefully this is going to remedy that and even things out. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So Good we've deal. got that. We've got some electrical uh, system upgrades that we've been doing. Uh, we have windows and doors. Uh, so again, you know, we've got windows that were original windows, about 60 years old. Uh, and we did have a couple times teachers would send me pictures where there was snow 
uh, inside the building. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so so uh, that's being corrected. Uh, we also, um, a year and a half ago, had a grant uh, from the state for solar panels. And those are now up. Uh, in fact, tomorrow uh, we will be getting on the grid in the one building. And then just a few days later on the other building. So we'll have uh, a set of solar panels that's up on the roof. And what's kind of neat about that one is uh, with the grant, we figure we will pay off um, our investment probably in anywhere from about three to four years. And they have a 25-year 20, guarantee. And then they're expected to last about 40 years. Wow. Okay. So it's a, it's a fairly significant uh, savings. Uh, plus, our students will be able to, in real time, see exactly how much energy is being produced on any given day. And part of the grant is you need to embed that within some of the classrooms. So, you know, it's, it's you know, whatever your feelings are on solar, the technology continues to get better, and it is, it's coming, and yeah. it will continue, um, you know, as, as they get better and more r reliable um, uh, that is part of that. So always the question I always have, and we don't have to go into great detail on this, but I always wonder about the snow. So they're on the, you know, I don't care if it's on your roof, but yeah. they've, they've done things there too. Isn't there like systems that will help melt that in, in fairly quick time so that they can continue to be utilized? Yep. They're at a slight, uh, so they're slanted. So, kind of so, like a roof. If you had a, exactly, a metal roof, for example. Exactly. Okay. And it's, it's not perfect. You definitely get diminished output uh, in the winter. Uh, but again, we did, you know, researched and we talked to several um, schools that have had them up for, for several years. Uh, and, and they said, you know, it's, it's better than what you would think. Yeah. And on occasion, you, you do have to go up. Um, you, you certainly can, and, and you do have to, you can clean them off, you know. Right. But right. they're, they're a very resilient product. We, I was, uh, we looked at the, the panels and I was, they said they'll take an inch hail and, um, yeah, they, they can take quite a beating and there's, you know, there's no moving parts. So they're, right, right. you get them up there and for the most part, they're good to go. They do have one, and I don't remember the exact name of it. They said after about, you know, anywhere from eight to 15 years, you have to replace this one component, but. Well, there's most things nowadays. That's, right. That's not too bad in the scheme of things. Exactly. So that's really moved the school forward too. And then speaking of moving forward, Flight 707, we need to touch on that. Yeah, and I appreciate you bringing that up. That's that's a, a major change uh, for the, the kiddos going to school in Bram. And, um, you know, for the, for the kids, what it means is that every Monday, school is going to start one hour later. So... In Bram, our, our typical school day uh, classes start at eight o'clock. Eight o'clock, you got to be in your in your seat. So the the bells ringing. Um, so so that'll be the case the majority of the time, except now on Mondays, school is going to start at nine. Uh, and we put this in. Um, it's called Flight Seven O Seven. All our teachers uh, will be to work uh, at seven o seven a.m. So basically, they'll be getting. You know, approximately two hours of of time to spend together every single Monday, the start of the week, um, to make sure we have a clear vision for exactly how that week's going to go, that we have crystal clear lessons in place, uh, and that everybody is on board. Um, we know, um, 
you know, I'm in year 38 and great schools are built when you have great teachers. Mm -hmm. It, it, that's, it's as simple as that. And yet it's as complex as that. And so we just feel strongly that we need to support our teachers. We need to give them time. We need to put them with their instructional leaders, you know, our principals and have uh, just a crystal clear uh, plan each and every week, you know, and, and most schools have operated where you'll have oftentimes, um, you know, early outs once a month or late starts once a month. And then certain days during the year where it's teacher, teacher workshop days. And you kind of, you know, you, we've all been there. You go to a conference for a day mm -hmm. and then you don't follow up for maybe months, maybe not ever again. So we just feel with this consistent approach every single week that it's going to be better. And one of the things that that I was absolutely set on is we weren't going to lose instructional time. Now, you might say, well, you know, if you're starting an hour late every single Monday, well, over a two-year period, uh, that's 61 Mondays. Well, so that's 61 hours, you know. But we have, we've uh, added uh, over the two-year period an extra four days of school, and so we've clawed hours back there. And then we've also adjusted our schedule. Um, it's a little thing, but taking a minute off of passing time. So uh, right now, you know, four minutes, get a class A to class B. We've on Mondays, we've shortened that up to three minutes. Um, and then we've also uh, eliminated something called advisory, uh, which is, wasn't instructional, but it was kind of get your stuff in order on, on Mondays. Uh, we'll no longer have that. So. We've worked it out where the uh, students will not lose a minute of instruction, uh, and yet uh, our teachers will have this built-in regular time um, to, to provide a better experience. And so we're really excited about it. Uh, we do have something called, I know, you know, the one concern we heard from, from some of our parents of what are we going to do with our kids? Right. You know, because now it's an hour later, they get on the bus on Monday mornings. And so we are going to open up and provide care for elementary kids starting at 7.30 a.m. Uh, and, and that's free, so you can just drop your kids off at 7.30, provided they've signed up. They have to sign up for that because we have to staff it, and that's only for elementary kids. And then we've always had a before and after school care program, and that's, it's fee-based, um, but it, it's, we feel pretty reasonable because um, we know what it you know, to just drop your kid off at a daycare. Absolutely. Uh, what they charge. Uh, and rightfully so. I mean, that's a business. Mm -hmm. um, and we've got some very, what we feel, affordable uh, fees if, if parents need that as well. So we're really excited about it. We realize it is a little change. Um, but but it also has some pluses. In fact, like our high school kids have been like, hey, I get to sleep in an hour longer. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, They're looking forward get, to that. Get their day ready to go. So. Flight it's, 707, it's it's coming. It is coming starting up the fall of this year. And you and I will have time again next month to kind of get people caught up. And it'll be useful to find out where you're at with the construction as well. So I look forward to our next get-together. Yeah, that as construction always. is, trust me, every day I go in there, I, I look around. And, and right now you drive by the Bram schools, I bet there's... There's 40 pickup trucks. It is full it's of workers. It's busy, they are absolutely. Going full speed ahead. All right. Well, Ken Gagner, Superintendent of Braham Schools, always a pleasure. I'll look forward to our get together in August. Thank you. You bet.